Hey there and welcome to the Ballers Bay NBA podcast. It's the end of the week 3 and things have been exciting as always with the NBA playoffs. In this episode we talk about the scorching suns and how this could be the redemption season for Chris Paul. We shed light on Kawhi Leonard's offensive prowess and debate if he truly is underrated. We also speculate on which NBA teams in the East and the West would be replaced if the NBA expansion rumors are true. But first, let's hear what Ashwin's got to say. Fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguodala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Way down to Aggressive jazz and cold deserts of Phoenix, Bucks in the headlights and cold Philly feelings. The NBA is planning an expansion and Vegas could have its day. This intro is more than 10 seconds, but that's always been the way. On the hashtag Ballers NBA podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We have survived a clubhouse disruption on our territory and navigated round one of the playoffs quite successfully. This week in the association, KD channeled his inner LeBron vis-a-vis turnovers. Chris Paul channeled his inner Vino mentality vis-a-vis getting better with age and Tom Thibodeau channeled his inner Dwayne Casey vis-a-vis getting coach of the year immediately after bad news. <laughs> Speaking of channels, I've got with me as always someone who used to get only DD1 and DD2 in his childhood, someone who thinks perfumes are a scam and someone who has steered his energy into green economics recently. Vinidhi are my co-host. Welcome. Welcome. Back. That was that was one of your best intros I must say. A very very good intro very good yet very good very yet. good good job good job my friend thank you very much thank you very much let's not drown ourselves in uh, congratulations yet vinith uh round 1 done done, done and dusted uh, done quite a bye bye round 2 is round, almost round done yeah. also like almost round <laughs> yeah, 2 is almost done we not we missed the date with the playoffs last week but i, I think last week we were suffering from too much basketball too fatigue. much i mean we we've, we've been I mean I don't think I've been so involved in basketball for a while. I mean even though the last time we did the same thing which is we did like the playoff edition where we recorded and posted it. It's it's different when it's live and you have to remain engaged and you have to like you know uh answer yeah I mean bring people on like you know kind of direct traffic so I I have to give a lot of credit for you because I mean we have we have kind of taken the host responsibilities uh, back and forth but I would say that you know you definitely uh, have taken the brunt of it and you've done a great job so well that's uh, thank you very much but uh, I refuse to hand over the guest role to someone who cannot do it that's why I'm very okay with you doing it because you still have like yes I want to do it and I want to do it and I I, I don't know like at least I find it very uh, you know empowering when I can be like okay bye bye we will see you later and boom exit kick him out <laughs> uh, the small, small joys, joys in life, life yeah <laughs> Small trips small of, small trips of uh, power. Power. <laughs> This, uh, you know that Stanford study, right? Where they yeah, yeah. realize that, you know, you give little some people power, some right? power and you yeah, know, yeah. go to the head. That's why, that's why I never oh, wanted the, to the get thing, any no, power. The prison thing, no? What's the name? The prison, like, Stanford prison. Yeah. Stanford uh, prison experiment. That was, yeah, yeah. I when I was in Cornell, I, I <laughs> name drop, I... Uh, I was, I was, because I was, I was doing biomedical engineering, you know, and uh, I was like, okay, you know, I need to, I need to like, I was from the, U, I was from India. I was like, I got to get some chicks, right? I was like, let me take a psych one-on-one course. <laughs> oh my God, things I've done. Um, so I enrolled to this psych one-on-one course, which is supposed to be, you know, if you, if you, if you know anything about the US, uh, you know. credit system like you can take as many credits and i had overburdened my credits because it took like three undergrad courses in the first semester uh for 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 obvious reasons um <laughs> yeah 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 obviously obviously and like you know and there's all a semester but i just couldn't follow through because it was like uh, anyway this was the first lesson in psych 101 this this was the first case study that they talked about but I I dropped out of all those courses because it was so dumb like you know I'm not dumb but it was just like because it is an undergrad course right it's and undergrad in the US is like even it is so simple and like it's they dumb it down to a really like low level and I just is like I I would love to you know go and do these assignments with you and act like I'm interested in these questions but I just can't uh, and so I didn't but Uh, just that's where i heard about this stanford prison experiment 
it's a good back story yeah, i think uh, all, all all these experiments are pretty fun because what i find most interesting about any of these uh, experiments is like it's an actual experiment like there is a reason they are actually measuring something like you can understand that if you're doing an experiment in a chemistry lab or a physics lab you know what they are measuring and it makes sense also but here also they are sort of measuring emotion and they are sort of measuring you know what leads to a certain decision and i find it uh, breathtaking that you know they have taken something which human beings just do unconsciously and they're like okay no this is why they do it which is why i i i hate uh, like all this uh, uh, all these people who misuse the power like they take the power of psychological experiments and then impose it on to human beings they like we can influence elections by using this and that that i think is a, a travesty of justice and you know like uh, it's one of the worst things that's happened in this well world. i mean you know when they mixed analytics and uh, you know psychology yeah, I mean, if you pay somebody enough they they use things for their own i was watching this movie called war lord i don't know or god of war of lord of war lord of war yeah and i was just you know you know like it is what it is you know you give someone enough money they'll and enough uh, insecurity they'll do anything uh, so that's kind of how it is another <laughs> insecurity is supposed to be within us now the whole world knows that if you walk a certain way you like a certain picture we sort of know what kind of person you are which is uh, you know not cool <laughs> anyways we need to be uh, like i said round 1 is done and round 2 is almost done lot of teams are on the verge of uh, like you know, qualifying elimination getting to the yeah man you, we, we got to get to the cream of the western conference pretty soon uh, as of today nuggets are 3-0 down against the suns and utah is uh, 2-0 up against the clippers so by tomorrow we'll know exactly what is up what is up we hope there's something different uh, like i said we need phoenix suns Uh, we sort of maybe did not realize how good they were after the lakers thing because we you know put all the uh, success thing to you know anthony davis not being there and lebron being old and the lakers nobody showing up uh, but the way they've played against the denver nuggets i mean the the pace is high the they are intensity is like the when they come into the game itself it's like the first quarter is like oh please like you know slow down they don't know what slowing down is first quarter they're crazy they're not screwing around no not taking any sort of you know like, like even the bench unit when it's coming on the intent like the score m- mindset to score is still there they're not like oh we are not that great you know oh, cp3 versus cameron payne no they are like cameron payne boom 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 dance two dance three i mean my thoughts exactly you know uh, i i hate the fact that they have made my nuggets and yokit look extremely bad you know they they destroyed the the nuggets in game 1 and then i thought okay maybe this is a fluke you know uh, and and the and jokic is going to figure it out then they completely annihilated on the second game and that's when i realized it's going to be a sweep when i said you know maybe maybe there's you know jokic will come up with something you know he got the mvp he wants to show people his you know he's going to he's going to channel his inner kobe uh, and then uh, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't have any kobe, kobe. <laughs> Uh, for for you know for good reasons and then you know the third game they did the same thing they just they they killed the, they killed the nuggets just killed it you know i mean i don't expect the nuggets to come back but if they do if they do even if they win two games i mean they may probably not win the series but if they come back to win even two games uh, i think that that would be a great achievement for them because honestly the nuggets depth is terrible it has been exposed fully completely by the suns uh and i'm i'm, I'm now that sort of thinking how did, that, they, how did they manage to cross exactly, the portland exactly, trail exactly <laughs> and uh and because of jokic man jokic was averaging 35 points in that that series uh people don't realize how many points jokic had scored because he didn't have a 50 point game he didn't have a you know 100 point game like uh, like damian lillard but he was consistently scoring that much um yeah i mean but all credit goes to the suns phenomenal team execution is just to the point everything you know like you know their game plan you know what they're going to do you know how they're going to defend you know how they're going to like you know uh, attack and they they follow it like to the t which i think is and i've said this in our live is very spurs like very like this is the plan this is what we're going to do very like army regiment this is what and I, 
I never thought of this before, but like I, I've heard certain like people, certain analysts say that like you know the Spurs were like an army, and I never thought because I was a big fan of the Spurs, but like the way they executed everything, the way I think one person said that they were like a like a snake, you know, they were just like crush you slowly, like it, the death is slow, so you don't realize it till you're like shit, we lost. You know, and I, I thought that's that's when I realized, you know what, that is right. That's exactly how the Spurs play because the Spurs are not flashy. So you're not going to get like 50 points from somebody, you know, not one person is not going to scare the shit out of you. So it's like slowly the first, 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 you know, the first quarter, they'll they'll have like a five point lead. Second quarter, they have a three point lead. You know, it's like it's a slow crushing of your soul. Uh, and I think that's kind of, by the end of the day, it's a 50 point that's, that's exactly how the Suns play. You know, it's not. You know, yes, Devin Booker has had his moments, but if you look at their their team, it's not like someone is like standing out and doing something great. Everybody's chipping in. Everybody's just, so it's like a slow death. Like everybody's just coming in and like giving you like a ten point here, fifteen point there, block here, steal here. Yeah, we, we talked about this on the live as well, right? Like none of those people are averaging double digit field goal attempts. That is mind blowing. The fact that nobody is saying you make a ball, chahiye. give me the ball right now. Not even Devin Booker. Like Devin Booker today had some 20-20 uh, field goal attempts. But I'm pretty sure his average also would not be that much. Like they've spread the ball here, here, here. If this guy's in there. DeAndre Ayton has been like doing his thing. Chris, Chris, Chris Paul though, my God. Uh, 33 assists and uh, what, 3 turnovers. So like, let me ask you this question. Like, yeah. Again. You know this, this you know this question is coming. Do you, do you now believe CP3 is better than Russell Westbrook? No, I don't believe CP3 is better than Russell Westbrook. What? Even after this? Be- uh, no. No, man. Come on. You can do that. That's okay. You know, the, the, the team is... Uh, see, CP3 is a great point guard. He's a great, good point guard. As in, he doesn't have Russell's thinking, I have to score this many points. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like, Russell Westbrook believes in a different way. CP3 believes in a different way. Now, who is right? According to numbers, so you, and according if, to... If you were starting a team... Done, and you had Russell Westbrook and I CP3. If I had young Russell Westbrook, if I had young CP3, I would take uh, young Russell Westbrook. If I had young Russell Westbrook and old CP3, if you had old, if you had, if you had to win, then I'll take old CP3 and old Russell Westbrook. <sighs> then uh, old CP3. I think old CP3 has more value than old Russell Westbrook. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. But that does not mean uh, CP3 is. You're, you're saying that CP3 is not that much watch. better than Russell Westbrook. He's like a little bit better. Uh, like what? In Just in terms of like his what, ability what to be a point guard. Like Russell Westbrook gets a lot of assists. But does he make the team yeah, as better as CP3 does? That, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to probably answer that. Does he make the team as a better? I don't know. Uh, if you're asking would CP3, would Russell Westbrook be able to do what CP3 did with the OKC Thunder last year in the bubble uh, with Shea as his running mate, then I don't think so. Because like I said, you know, Russell Westbrook has, a, like he takes a lot on his shoulders and CP3 is, he takes a lot on his mind. Like he's that kind of guy. Like he's, he doesn't... Uh, he, he's going to take all of you together. Russell is like, I'm going to go. You guys better follow me because I'm going to be, I'm going to be there. Like, I'll see how many of you can follow me, which may, may not be a great leadership quality, but uh, I, I don't think we yeah. are talking about that. Oh, but, but I, I but guess I mean, what, I was, what I was getting at is because, to have that I, I, you know, in my uh, mind, I was, what you're getting at is Russell, Russell, no, 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 that no. I know. But, you, uh, come you, on, man. You know, I love Russell Westbrook. There's no, there's no slander against him. No, no I love I him. Know. I mean, I've told you, he's I, like, I, don't know I mean, I would pick Russell Westbrook any day in my team. But, you just hate my piece of mind. Yeah, that's what I, mean, I just does. like to banter a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I think that what I I was thinking of doing this like series, and you know I don't know when it's going to come, so no one asked me. But like something called like winning basketball, right? So in terms of assists, right? There are some assists which are like easy, easy assists, assists, empty assists, but doesn't make that like a fast. Rate yeah, doesn't make the team uh, better. Uh, Whereas like if you look at CP3, it doesn't average that many assists. Like, I don't think even he's averaged 10 assists in the last two, three seasons. Like, he's probably averaging like eight, nine, somewhere there, seven, eight, nine. But the way he makes the assist, the way he carves the defense so that like everyone is set up and he takes his time and, you know, all of that I feel like is kind of like what I would 
I think Tony Parker was very good at that also. But obviously, Tony Parker had the Spurs and they had a system and all that. But I think like Chris Paul is the system, right? Like he he makes sure that his assist means something where it opens up things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying. I, yeah, I'm just trying to like have more of an understanding of what does it mean to have winning basketball kind of assists, right? Okay, then let me ask you this thing, right? Like, uh, because you are a huge proponent of coaches and their influence and stuff. What do you think Monty Pi- Monty Python, Monty Williams's role has been in this uh, resurgence? Uh, or like, do you do you see any sort of contribution to? This? I mean, I'm I'm sure you see some contribution. I mean, there's no way that they've done as well with with no contribution mm-hmm. from Monty Williams. But uh, what do you think his role is in this? Uh, in in Phoenix's uh, remarkable, I think the biggest, the the most important part of a coach is to get all the players to buy in a hundred percent in the system that they make, right? So that is the biggest and most important part of the coach, uh, which is the player. I would not say player also. management, but like most players are not Ethos are not building. stupid. Most players are not stupid. They understand basketball. They understand what is required. They are willing to make the sacrifices if what is being proposed is reasonable you know like they are not they want to win everybody wants to win uh, obviously there are certain people who don't execute as well as you may want them to execute and that's where like the coach again comes in where the coach is like on you is like why didn't you do this why didn't you why did you leave your person here why did you uh, not uh, stay on your stay in your defensive assignment so that's also that's a part of the coaching part but i think also like getting buy in from all the players is very important. I think Monty Williams had that buy in last year itself. You know, they the Suns played the way they play last year. They just they didn't have Chris Paul to manage what the coach's expectation was on the floor. So all you had was you basically had Devin Booker who had the ball and he had to make all the decisions which probably he's not mature enough to make or maybe doesn't he couldn't translate what the coach wanted from him to his team on the floor. Uh as it he he's his pace is one pace which is fast so there's like very little you know breaking power in him but what chris i i feel what chris paul does is that he sort of is a you know that governor or that controller of the speed like when he speeds up he can speed up everyone like he knows that you know because i i this this i don't know if anyone has noticed but maybe they have like usually you know when there are players who want the ball right when there are there are players who know that they are there for scoring their most best asset is scoring nothing else or they want the ball in their hand like a lebron westbrook anyone or or scorers pure scorers like a jason tatum devin booker uh jamoran any of those people right trey trey is different because he is the point guard uh so uh, just people who you know like want the ball a lot uh when they are they don't have the ball and they are running their first eye like their first look is always behind to see when they'll get the ball that is because they don't trust the person bringing up to realize that you know i have to get him going or i can sense that this guy is getting going i have noticed many times when they are running devin booker never looks back because he knows that the ball will be in cp3's hand he just has to do his thing he'll get the ball in his hand because you see russell westbrook if he doesn't have the ball he gets those little as the ball as the ball like he he look he look at the guy bringing the ball up to be like you know i need the ball give me the ball lebron james same thing mostly he'll have it but you know other other cases like devin booker last year they'll want the ball because they want to initiate the action but nowadays i like what is happening is they trust the player even i mean it's not even an nba thing like anywhere even if you play normal ball itself that main guy has that feeling that you know i'm going to look because i want i know i have to get the ball i i feel devin booker Chris Paul has sort of calmed him down in that I'll get you the ball you will get your shots don't even worry about it when we are in trouble obviously we're going to go to you but you know we need you to I mean imagine man like a starter on that team not even averaging 15 field goal attempts that's crazy that's absolutely crazy can you imagine of a Kevin Durant team having that sort of a number Kevin Durant will not be happy if he's taking just 10 to 15 well, shots I mean that's that's the, that's you know I go back to the Spurs thing I mean like it's not new to me Like that's how the Spurs just played, you know, like for twenty years. You know, I mean, Tim Duncan could have averaged thirty every, not thirty, but like twenty-five every season without a problem. You know, like uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry to bring Spurs back again to this, but you are I'm, not sorry. I'm not sorry, but, but this sorry. is an important part. Right? <laughs> a lot of people talk about how Tony Parker won the 
freaking 2007 finals MVP. MVP. You really think that if Tim Duncan didn't want, he could not make barbecue chicken out of that and whatever Zilkowskis, Zitrunaskis, and their other guy barbecue chicken for Tim Duncan. But Tim A was like, ah, fuck it, this is too easy. Tony, you take it, you know, and and you know, it's just when people bring that, I'm like, really. I mean, who was who was guarding him? Nobody, nobody. Like no one useful was like he played against Kenyon Martin and Shaq and all of them and destroyed them. Like who is this Zilgauskas? Zilgauskas, I don't know. And then the other guy also, the guy with the the Brazilian guy. Anderson Vera. Come on, come on. Thirty, thirty, fifteen on their head. But the team was like, you know what? Tony is the future. You know, and Tony is a little bit like that. Like Tony wants his thing. You know, like you could, you you know that. Like he's the, uh, he wants the limelight a little French bit. Man. Off the, off the three, off the three, mm-hmm. to, uh, Manu and Timmy don't give a fuck. Like Tony was that. Like a little bit. I want the shine. I want the limelight a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, I I do think that he was underrated also, as an underappreciated. Oh yeah, Tony easy. Parker, like for what easy, he did. Easy, easy. Yeah. I mean, he's he was. Offensively, so fast. He was kind of like a like a Trey Young, you know, fast through the defense, yeah, floaters. Yeah, man, like so fast. Like I don't think a lot of people have seen that because you know it doesn't come up in the highlights and all. If you just drive and make a layup, but it, that's like one of the most difficult things because people are designed to stop you in the paint, especially small French people. But uh, I mean, of course, you also had other. Uh, uh, Credits, yes. Other grades around him, so yes. We need this. Since we did talk about the Spurs, I'll bring up a topic out of my own head, which is Kawhi Leonard. We have not talked about him for a while. Everyone's counted him out. Everyone was like, you know, Luca, Luca magic, Luca this, Luca that, Luca's gonna sweep them, Luca's gonna take them to the cleaners, this, that, that. And uh, Kawhi's like, eh, man, these people forgot. I have to remind them again. Boom. He put those hands on them, Luca boy. Made sure that, uh, you know, it, it was difficult for him to score. It was difficult for him to be his majestic self, like from game one and two. And that's all that they could have hoped for. And uh, he did it. I mean, you know, what, what do you feel? Sam? Because now they are facing a little trouble in the Utah Jazz series. So we are hoping he that he back. comes he, back. He, so that, he know, turns it's it a on. Series. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that obviously people have always underrated Kawhi Leonard, you know, uh, mostly because he's kind of a quiet person and kawaii that's what i meant and his game is too efficient for people to even realize you know it's just like he's more efficient than kevin durant he scored more points than kevin durant like it's it's crazy you know like kevin durant is supposed to be the most talented scorer and and kawaii leaves him in dust you know for seasons not even like this season last season the season before that you know kawaii's just been incredible um i think that what he does offensively is so underrated. I don't know why. I really don't get it. Like for me, every time Kawhi does that jump shot, it's almost like it's going in. There's like when it misses, it's like a surprise to me. Like oh shit, it missed. Like in the last game, he missed a lot of shots, and I was very surprised that he missed a lot of shots. And credit to the Utah Jazz defense, like they played criminally good defense on him. They threw three bodies regularly at him. It was it was very good defense. Uh, uh, so that's the first part. The second part is his his defense, right? Like, how many players that score as efficiently at that high rate? You know, I mean, he scored. He averaged more than uh, Damian Lillard, Luca. No, not Luca. Luca, I think, averaged more than him. Uh, you know, uh, more than KD and all that. But who plays the kind of defense that Kawhi plays when Kawhi wants and when 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 required? I don't think there is any player like that. You know, and I asked you this thing, like, name me a player in the last 20, 30 years that is offensively that good and defensively that good. And you came up with LeBron and young LeBron. I, I still don't agree with you with the young LeBron because young LeBron was athletic. I didn't say young LeBron. I said peak, peak LeBron. LeBron. Peak LeBron was athletic. I don't think that he had that one-minded focus. I mean, I think he used to got the other... Like the best defender, I mean, best offensive. Which, which series? He he got he used to guard he used to guard Paul George back in the day when he was not yeah, pandemic. I mean, not pandemic. 
in that beautiful i mm. series against the uh, yeah so pieces. so think about it, right so if the only person you could think of is that kind of is lebron yeah. james and the other person whose whose name was that michael jordan yeah <laughs> right so again i mean uh, yeah. there are level there are levels to this right and if, if those are the only two names that you can come up with to to even have a comp to what kawhi is doing right is is incredible and still he is like you know in some list is like the 10th best player of the league I'm like come on man like what does the guy need to do to prove to you that he's really good like they'll have like jason tatum in front of him jason tatum <laughs> i mean it's just like it blows my mind that people don't realize and i i wanted to start this conversation is like why do people underrate kawai like why is there something in his game that you look at him and say oh man he's bad at this he's not very good at passing I mean, it's not about that, right? I I think there's a lot of recency bias also. Last year, he completely choked against the Nuggets. This year also, uh, they have been able to sort of neutralize him. I'm not saying that you know that he didn't complete. He he he. But, he but yes, he he did he, not play well in two games, two quarters of two games. They were up three one. Agreed. They were I'm up three one. Right. From agreed. There, they lost that, and, and they were not the like Nuggets were not the much better team. They were not the better team. Uh, yeah, one could say that, but you know now that you have Jokic being. the mvp and they destroyed i mean i'm just saying that it wasn't a bad team it wasn't like a shitty team no i wouldn't say not a shitty team but definitely not yeah. the better team like if you go up 3-1 yes, you should you should be able to close it out it yes it means yes. that you are, yes. you should be able to but was it only kawai's fault in that sense i don't think so i mean it's not like but he did i mean the point being that he has performed really well even in the regular season he's played enough games and everyone keeps saying oh lord manager he has played enough games like he's played as many games as probably like who's done like I don't know, like Kyrie. I think he's played sixty-two uh, games. Not Kyrie. I think yeah, he yeah. played sixty-two games. That's that's almost. Uh, yeah, he's played a lot of games. But you know, it's just I don't know why people just think that. I I I want to understand this because I understand this about Tim Duncan, right? Like when people underappreciate Tim Duncan, I get why they underappreciate it because he is offensively not in your face. You know, like he will get his twenty fifteen. Twenty to fifteen, and he'll be like, "All right, you know, I get everybody else going." But his real power is on the defense. Like he's just, you know, he's 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 kind of like Rudy Gobert. Like you know, it's just that he locked down on the paint, uh, and then you and that you you know you you combine with a twenty fifteen efficient twenty fifteen. That's a phenomenal player for you. So, but I understand why people don't get it. But with Kawhi, I don't get it because he's offensively so good and so like he's like. the numbers talk about it when you see him play you're like shit like you're scared that he has the ball and it's going to like destroy you he has done clutch moments like he, like the way he destroyed with 43 points but still people under it so i just i want to understand that better so let me ask you this ashun because you gave you gave no. kawai leonard a 7 in your uh, so yes. why you mean so not a sick no no no, no. lebron but lebron was the regular season but yeah but you gave Yeah, LeBron you gave him. Sixth, you huh? put him below LeBron, who did not even play enough games. No, he did play enough. I mean, he did not play as many. Yeah, but, and, but yeah. So my point is like, so there is something that you underrated him for, right? What is that like? What exactly do you think that people see? Because I'm sure you see that too. It's like you just feel like, okay, he's not that great or he's not that good. Not that he's not that good, but that entire thing is based off of the regular season. I mean, he might be great, but that does not mean that. See, LeBron is great, but did I put him number one? No, because no, no, I understand. Season, okay, so what was based what upon a certain thing? That it's not that he was bad, man. Like I don't understand. I think there are. Pe- it's not that Kawhi is bad. It's that there are examples of people who are putting up much better numbers than Kawhi. It's not that Kawhi is bad. It's not that we are looking at it from a one. I don't know about anyone. So okay, I'm just talking about me. Uh, it's not that we are sitting and looking at Kawhi in as if they are all going to play one on one. If Kawhi plays one on one against anybody today, it's going to be very difficult for anybody to. I I really don't. I think only KD might have the offensive arsenal to you know, to to go around him. Giannis can't do that. Giannis needs a, a landing strip to be able to do anything. LeBron is too old to do that. Huh. Uh, Steph Curry. Imagine if he got Steph Curry one on one, like you know that. So, but we are not talking about that, right? We are not talking about. We are talking about he played seventy two games. There are other people who played. Are you telling me that uh, I I would say that Kawhi is? Uh, I mean, even even okay. No, but, but the, the reason is, is like you see all these other guys, right? That we put above but, him. I think I don't know if you had Luca above him, uh, but I think you. 
No, no, Luca was... Luca was... No, Luca eight. was nine for both of us. I remember we both had Luca at nine. Right? So, so the thing is, Kawhi doesn't take that many shots. Right? So, if he doesn't take that many shots, he's not... He's not going to score that much points. Right? So, Absolutely. it's a, sim- I mean, it's a simple... That, it's a simple the, math thing, right? Like, he's averaging... He averaged for his regular season, I think, like 26 or 25 points. And he's taken only like 19 shots, something like that. Just check if you can. Okay, for the 2021 season, Kawhi played 52 games. Okay, not 62, mm. 52 games. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he had splits of 51% field goal, 40% from three, and uh, 89% so from three. Uh, yeah. Very close to it. And yes. I think that is better than KD's. That I'll have to check. Uh, seven rebounds, six and a half rebounds, uh, five assists, and 24.8 But how many points field goal game? attempts? How many 25 field points attempts? per game. Uh, 18 field goal attempts. 17 and a half. Go check Joel Embiid's field goal attempts. It's ridiculous. Right? So, yeah. I mean, if you, if Kawhi takes more shots, he's going to make more points. But that's not how he plays. Like, that's not his thing. Like, he doesn't want to take... He wants to be efficient. He wants to get other people going. And if you listen to his, you know, post-game interviews and all of that stuff, he'll say, like, you know, one thing that I want to focus on is being unselfish on offense. And I think the Clippers are unselfish. And I agree with him. They are very unselfish on offense. Uh, and they just have to get better defensively. So, I don't understand this... Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid averages the same amount of field goal attempts, 17 and a half, as Kawhi, wait, ah, Kawhi 17 and a half, Joel Embiid 17.6, and Joel Embiid scores 29 points per game, 28.5. Yeah. And he was an MVP candidate. So, do you want to, re, do, do you want to redo that? No, 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 I, what I'm like, saying is that, like, I understand why, like, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and all these people are better, right? You know, they are, these guys have, they are centers, they are more efficient, they are, you know... These people are MVP candidate people, but Kawhi is almost there. Like it, my point is that it, you shouldn't like put him ten. Is my point. It's not like you know if he takes more. I put him seven. Seven, yeah, behind LeBron. Come on, man. And that's not what we're talking about. LeBron did uh, great things, and LeBron all, always gets. How, the, how many games did uh, KD play? What is that? What is that? Kevin Durant played thirty-five. Thirty-five games. games, right? And you put him above. You had put him above Kawhi Leonard. Yes. And LeBron also played less games. You put him above Kawhi Leonard. So, so my point, my, my point, my, my, I'm not saying that it is a bad option. I'm not saying if you, I would not argue if you put KD and LeBron above Kawhi Leonard. I'm saying, but there has to be something that he's doing wrong that people underrate him. Is my point. He's just not doing anything spectacular. That's it. That's the only difference that I can see from purely numbers perspective. He's shooting 50, 40, 30. Great. Effective field goal percentage is 56, which is, I guess... Uh, for a guard is okay very, for very, very person. good. Find a guard that is... For a guard. For a center, yeah. I mean, Jokic also, I think, is very high. And in the playoffs, he's averaging 30 points per game on uh, uh, 18 field goal attempts. Which is a sign great of a play, And that player, after which two has really on. bad games. Yeah. So there has to so why if the numbers don't say his numbers say he's a great player his team is doing really well in the West right and his his only other running mate is Paul George let's be honest pandemic P is eh, is is not is not the Paul George of the of the Pacers right he, or even the OKC so why why is he underrated like Kevin Kevin Durant played with Kyrie Irving and James Harden and all the team LeBron plays with AD like I don't get it like I don't understand. Why he gets, why he's so always like looked down upon. The numbers speak his greatness. When you see him play in the playoffs, when you see him take over games, you can see his greatness. Um, defensively, it is absolutely like in your face how good he's defensively when he wants to be. So, what is it that people find him underrated? You know, I don't get it. I mean, you should answer because you put him seven. That's why I keep asking you why you put him seven. I mean, that was my big. I just put him seven because I found six players better than him. That's it. But I'm how? not saying that he's no, no. horrible. I'm just saying that there agree, are six players agree, better than him. In 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 what sense did you think they were better than him? Like so, the people you put in front of us, Jokic. Let, okay, Jokic. Ah, uh, Jokic. Giannis. Giannis. Embiid. Steph. Steph. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, you put KD. You put KD. KD. But KD didn't but K- count no. already. Jo- KD and uh, LeBron. 
I would say that Kawhi will definitely go above KD and LeBron. You can you can argue uh, that no. he's also about Giannis. You could argue that. Giannis, uh, he goes above Giannis, not from the regular season. You could argue that. I'm just saying, like, it's not. Yeah. It's. I mean, uh, you could argue. right, okay, and you could, you could argue, argue that about Steph this. also. But then Steph is just, you know, we we let Steph get the points because shitty team and all that stuff. But I mean, winning matters, right? I mean, the reason why Jokic is an MVP is because he won at a very high rate in the West. Uh, see, Kawhi Leonard assist percentage is like he's number thirty-eighth in the, and his scores are also not that great. I mean, Giannis is above him. So that that like, that just definitely. But he be doesn't have that much possession of the ball. I think. What what is his usage rate? He's twenty-eight percent. Compare that to Giannis. His usage rate is thirty-six point two percent. Yeah. Giannis is. So he holds the ball thirty-six point two percent of the time. I would say that of all the all the six players that you have. That you have ta- you have put above him, he probably has the lowest usage percentage, except ex- except for maybe KD. Maybe KD has a lower usage. And we can ignore KD because okay, where is usage? But uh, KD is KD. Yeah, no, US KD is usage percentage. KD you know who's the highest? You know who's the highest? You know who's the highest? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that. Huh? Kevin Durant is also thirty-one point one percent. Twenty-eight point six. Kawhi Leonard is number twenty-six on the usage percentage. And who all did I put above him? Okay, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid thirty-five point three says. Yanis LeBron. So I mean, so obviously with that kind of usage rate, you're going to have a little bit more assist. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any player that is as efficient and lethal than Kawhi Leonard. I would, I, I mean, I really don't think so. I just don't think so because he doesn't hold the ball. I mean, he's kind of like Clay Thompson on steroids. You know, like Clay Thompson. The reason why Clay Thompson is amazing is because he can give you like 25 without taking any possessions. Like he just like a You know, like he'll punch you in your face, you know, and that's kind of how Kawhi Leonard is. Like because of his less usage rate, he can ma- he makes the Clippers better. What What do you think? According to you, so you, according to you, he's that uh, he's the number three. I think he's he's the, a top three person, top three player, and I think we need to look more into how efficient, like how good he is offensively, because we don't talk about how good he is offensively. We talk about Steph Curry putting threes, scoring thirty-two. That yeah, you're going to score thirty. You're going to average thirty to thirty-three if you're going to like take five hundred shots. You know, it's like I, mean, I hate to bring this. It's like Kobe Bryant, right? Like yeah, you you are going to average thirty-five if you're going to take forty-five shots. Yes, you are because you are that great. You know, no one's taking away from Kobe's greatness as a scorer, but you can't just look at the number of points and the use. Like usage rate is important. Efficiency is important. All of these things are important things. You know, like you can't just Just say okay. He scored thirty-five. It's just very casual shit. But again, like see Utah. I'll tell talk about the Utah games, right? Like two games he played against Utah. First game nine of nineteen, forty-seven percent, one of four from three, uh, four four rebounds, uh, seven rebounds, three assists, nothing else, nothing at all to say. Minus twelve total thing, two twenty-three points per game. No, sorry, twenty-three points in that game. Second game eight of seventeen, twenty-one points. Forty-seven percent, one or two or four, nothing at all, anything. Four rebounds, five assists, absolutely okay. nothing. That he. I did. mean, we can agree, we can agree that ah, he didn't so, play well in the the first two games of Utah Jazz. I'm not disagreeing with that, but but that ah, does, and that's but, uh, two two bad. Yeah, to but back that bad is. Games. I mean, if you think about it, in your top top five, uh, hmm. two of them are not even in the playoffs, right? Okay, but. Uh, Who's not in the playoffs? Steph, Steph and LeBron. The like they're not there anymore. Okay. They didn't make LeBron it. LeBron right? six. Uh, Giannis is. I don't know how much Giannis. But we are talking about this. This was what we did. Was a even if it's thing. yeah, we but then you're bringing now. You're, you're then you're bringing playoff numbers now in the middle. So I'm talking like okay, you're right. But that is because you. But you are very generally saying that Kawhi is underrated as a thing. I mean, I'm saying that he's not underrated, but. He has failed on occasions. Uh, so I'm, I'm really not sure. Like, why are we talking about uh, like this playoff? Uh, wala, I don't know why you bought playoff, but I'm not talking about playoff. But I'm just talking about generally why is he underrated? Because you also put him at seven, and I've seen I've seen polls where he's like ten, nine. Jason Tatum is above him. Like, man, so Jason Tatum? How is Jason Tatum above? See, Jason Tatum, I so so nicely put him in the twenty. Yeah, position. he he's play he's great. He's a phenomenal scorer, but he doesn't. You know, anyone can take thirty point thirty shots and score forty five. Like that's not great. In, nothing great in that. You know, there is greatness in that, but there's not. It's not like 
being efficient like being efficient is more important we we need just just tell the audience what you actually feel like because th- th- i i don't see any point in uh, continuing this conversation i understand your feelings just like tell the audience your final feelings the final point that i want to make is that we need to look closely at how good kawhi leonard is offensively is there any number that is there for you we can't be like, like casual people where we say oh he he's only averaging 25 he's only you know like uh, when you talk about efficiency in offense and how good a person is person is off- offensively right right now the best offensive player in the nba is nikola jokic because he can he can throw 30 or new and he can also like completely destroy you offensively just from a player perspective right i don't think kawai can make players around him better the only way he can make players around him better and probably this is what he has realized by himself is like i'm not a great passer of the ball the way i can make my team better is by being extremely efficient and making my usage rate as low as possible and if you listen to even kevin durant's like you know when he talks i mean for all the shit kevin durant does kevin durant's pursuit for basketball and basketball like greatness has always been on the skill side you know i remember him talking to to bill simmons in one of his very early pods where he said the only thing i care about is efficiency because that's the purest form of basketball you know anybody can drop 40 points on you and take 30 points and i think maybe there was a slight dig towards russell westbrook but i don't know i don't i don't really know that but most top players believe in that like michael jordan phenomenally efficient you know it's every shot was just like a pure good shot and he took a lot of shots the only problem with kawai is he doesn't take a lot of shots and i think the reason for that is he feels he's got a little spurs in him which is like okay this is the team you have to be unselfish all that bullshit like how many how many times did he drive into the paint against the utah jazz and just kick out the ball instead of taking the shot right yeah many times, many times. and mm-hmm. the reason for that is because marcus morris had not started he was trying to get them all right like if the three three start hitting then my two pointers become more efficient right so i think we just need to look at his f offensive game because i don't think there is a doubt about his defensive ability i think the offensive ability needs to be looked at a little bit more better and understand how good he is and he i think he is at the level of kd i think he's at the level offensive efficiency league yes efficiently yes. and also from a like unstoppable kind of way but that is yet to be seen because i think the only thing that kevin has is like his fucking seven foot you know he rises then no one can stop him that's something that kawai doesn't have but otherwise they are offensively like very very good that's my point it's like we need to ex- we need to look closely look closely and don't be casual don't agree with it but i i i mean maybe kawai is a little disrespected in the i don't agree that kawai is uh, a better like was a better player in the regular season than any of the six people that i i put him about I think all the other people, maybe they did take more shots, but that doesn't really, uh, you know, like change anything for me. I think if you're a star, you should be taking more shots. You should be having the ball with you more. The problem is that Kawhi is not a playmaker. That's why he does not have the ball a lot. I think he has the ball enough time for someone with such... Joel Embiid is a great playmaker. As he Joel has. Embiid and Giannis, no. Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid, okay, I'll... What do you want to know about Joel Embiid? Tell me whatever you want about Joel Embiid. I mean, I'm... I'm... Joel is an MVP candidate. I, I'm telling you, Joel, Joel Embiid. No, who? Joel yeah. Embiid is an MVP candidate. Huh? Okay. Yes. Joel Embiid MVP candidate. Joel Embiid can make others better because he d- demands double team. I, I, I don't know if uh, Kawhi has ever been double team. What? That's literally what they did in yeah. the entire Dallas Mavericks uh, game, and that's what they're, that's what no, they're doing. No, absolutely not. Dallas Mavericks didn't give a shit about offense. What are you even talking about? Huh? I mean, sorry, defense. Sorry, they didn't give a they shit about defense. Always double Kawhi. Always. That was the only thing they did defensively is every time Kawhi got the ball, two people would go in the post, not when he bought the ball up. If he got the ball in the post, send two people. And then that must have been like a really small number. I, I That's the only thing remember. they did. Okay, the same I thing. You, even Utah just does the same thing, right? They throw two people at him every single time he touched the ball. No, but that is when he drives, right? But anybody drives, they'll throw, no, no, throw no. two people at him. It's not a Kawhi thing. Yeah, anybody drives, they every every team's defense is this. Anybody drives, put two, uh, no, I'm uh, saying two people, when, I'm saying like when one he more gets person comes from the, the post, strong side. Not when he's like bringing the ball in the front. When he's not driving, when he's not, you know, doing his... But even then, I mean, who uh, the, I, I don't like understand. Anybody gets the ball in the post... nobody sitting there and watching them make a move anybody like that and that's a, another problem that 
I, I don't know if that's the right place to talk about. Any, even a person who does not have post move gets the ball in the post. There is a double team who comes to discourage him from doing anything because there is usually a mouse in the house or there is some sort of mismatch opportunity there which they have exploited and got the person there. I don't think Kawhi generates a double team like when he is going around the perimeter and all that people like oh he is at an unstoppable streak and all that I don't think the teams fear Kawhi's offense they don't I, and I agree with you that's what I feel like why why don't they so then they might have better data than us right like apart from your love for Spurs they might have some other data anyway we're done talking about this from one offensive uh, I, I've been waiting for this segue for a while okay <laughs> from one offensive uh person to another offensive opinion this time Stephen A. Smith has gone on record and said that Donovan Mitchell is a greater uh jazz player than John Stockton and Carl Malone. Uh, we need the thoughts and prayers. I mean, this is what Stephen A. Smith wants. Are, are, <laughs> you know, we're giving him what he wants. Thoughts we're giving prayers. him his name being said in in podcasts in India yeah. for other ridiculous I, I absolutely yeah. believe that. that is a, this is a ridiculous... I don't... I Like, I know, but like Donovan Mitchell, I pronounce Donovan Mitchell one of the like one of the absolute stud boys when he uh, whooped my OKC single-handedly. Like he went right up there and boom, under, boom. He, he, oh, he absolutely destroyed that team. Like he dissected it. Like he, he like, oh, oh, oh. like uh, Luca did in the first two games against uh, Clippers. He came in there. He's like, no, I'm going to do my thing. And, and even in today's, like you see his man, like the way that he gets his points, so crazy, Fast. so amazing. Fast and like, kind of, kind of, like, Fast Dwayne and like, Wade, kind of, like, like, they, they always compare him, and I think it's a very, very apt comparison. I, I never saw that comparison, comparison, but I can see because of the speed, like, pure speed, speed yeah. aspect of it. Like, Dwayne Wade also split the double team, and then yeah. he was like, as soon as Dwayne Wade got his first that, step, it's over. It's like, ah, so uh, yeah. that was, uh, he was really fast. I mean, you guys, any of you guys haven't seen, please go and old, check out old, Dwayne Wade's, Dwayne Wade. uh, yeah. when he, b- before LeBron came on his team, like, Dwayne the flash Wade was an issue. He, Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. Okay, so we're I not mean, going to talk, talk much about it. I mean, thing. like, I, I think okay, if 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 Stephen A. Smith is is Stephen A. Smith's argument is that Donovan Mitchell is a more complete offensive player than Karl Malone, sure. You know, he can drive in. He's got a pull up. He's got a three pointer. He dishes the ball. Okay, I get it. But man, dude, Karl Malone is number two scorer of all time. Unstoppable. That pick and roll, people have watched tapes of it every single day, you know, on repeat, 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 and they couldn't stop that shit. John Stockton has 15,000 assists. He's like 4,000 assists ahead than the second, the number two guy. Like, stop it, Stephen A. Smith. I mean, like, this is ridiculous. There are people who retire without having 4,000 career assists. uh, And he's that many over them. No, it's a ridiculous... Uh, statement to make uh, I I can see it from spe- just like I said an overall offensive uh, arsenal yeah obviously Donovan Mitchell has more than Karl Malone uh, but you don't have to have more if you if you have these two moves that can give you 36,000 points what else yeah. do you need and it's like Timmy's bank shot absolutely. I got my bank shot I got my baby hook I got that's, that's all I need because Karim's got a sky hook and I was like, yeah, take it. Take it. This is <laughs> <laughs> All day. <laughs> Just, he puts his hand up, the ball Silly. sticks and yeah. he takes his hand down. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great to have like an offensive weapon which is, which everybody is like, I'm just hoping that it doesn't go in. Like, you remember that Austin reverse meme where Dame, sh- in that 55-point yeah. game, Dame shoots, he misses an Austin reverse, like, yeah. oh, thank God. Like, this, that was centers all over the NBA point, in yeah. the... And Curry was just like, like oh. <laughs> if you see his, like, uh, his highlights, it's just like, it's unfair, you know? It's really unfair. He'll stand, he'll... And he wasn't he even wasn't that strong. He'll put his mm-hmm. hand up there, the ball will come and stick into his big hand. Then he'll like he'll crouch down and take like two dribbles, jump, bam, up. Like you can't, how just can't do anything. And the reason, and you know the reason why he developed the skyhook, right? Yeah, because I think he used to play in the in his high school against taller kids, and they no, would no, always no. block his shots. No, so no. The only way 
or whether because he was always the tallest kid no. he was always the tallest kid but when he played in high school they banned dunking because he was so dominant they banned dunking because of him but uh, okay i mean I, i think he developed it before that also but i mean you're right i i don't know if they have no no the lou and alcinder rule is uh, there because of him obviously but uh, i i think he talked about somewhere where he developed that shot because uh, like that there was this one guy who could stop everything that he does because he was like much better professional and all that but the only thing that he could not stop of uh, kareem's was the skyhook because that was coming from an you know abnormally large distance and then you know once it goes down you can't do anything to it but uh, please please tell the please tell the audience about the lou alcindor rule in the yes i mean I, if you didn't know this but uh, my goat is uh, kareem abdul jabbar for his dominance in fucking three decades uh, everywhere everywhere school, school every, college and high school that local society society, society made everything everything just, <laughs> he destroyed everybody uh, i mean uh, Anyway so the the rule is that you can't dunk in high school like dunks were completely banned because he was i think 7 foot in high school and all he did was just so they they said you can't dunk anymore so he's like okay i can't dunk the what do i do so that's when he started practicing the hook shot which turned into the sky hook and he developed that even further in college no 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 they ban- it's called the lou alcindor rule in the ncaa they said because uh, they stopped dunking because uh, he was so dominant that they said no no dunking like imagine being so dominant that uh, today if you're too dominant they'll help make the rule to help you back then they were too dominant they were like no we need a little more but what is the rule that uh, will they change for will chamberlain what is it was it was uh defensive goal tending they introduced they widened the lanes uh, those kind of things they made it difficult for him to stay in the key for longer like back then you could like even if the ball was going down you could shoot ha yeah you could just stay there exactly all those things they introduced. and the only guy who could ever block their shot and he blocked it twice was will chamberlain chamberlain yeah and that to two out of yeah, some 100 times yeah, he so. blocked it and you those you could the, i don't know this is the for the audience you should go and watch his documentary like called the battle of the giants uh it's on youtube i don't know if you've seen it but uh it's phenomenal it's phenomenal like how high will can jump and still he couldn't get it like he would, like will could go up you know like and he still couldn't will was a high jumper in uh, college or it was i mean he's your goat right but will was will was different will was built no no yeah. i mean obviously kareem was like getting like he was the guy he was the guy and will was like to in his no now i'm too old i'm going to pass also to also like well, i think bill russell had pass. already broken wills Wilt's will, like crushed it, like t- twisted it into pieces. That's why Wilt had to. That's why he had to sleep with twenty thousand yeah, women just, to just bring him. Like you're still, you're still great. great. Yeah, you're still yeah, great. Yeah. It's okay. You know, like Bill Russell said, "Oh, bache, yeah, as 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 a karing aham tumka." Even he he made it. He did this to Jerry West. Uh, uh, speaking of expanding our topics, Vineet. <laughs> that's a horrible segment. But the NBA is talking about expanding the N League. The the main. I mean. nothing official obviously has come from the nba but that, that's the rumors that have been circulating the interwebs they are saying there will be two more expansion teams uh las vegas and seattle i guess las vegas i don't know will it go to the east because no i guess seattle will be in the west so las vegas will be east. las vegas is technically west i don't know why it will go to the east i think even oklahoma city is technically east but like it's right in the center but so las vegas is not even in the center west, like west west Las Vegas is west west acha okay i don't nevada but uh, i'm just no, saying yeah, that nevada is kind of long so you can you can make the argument it's kind of center but... okay that's matter the point is uh, two more teams in the nba uh, i i don't know whether they're going to take away two, uh, two teams so my question is if the nba had to be like okay we are getting two teams that means you have to remove two teams which two teams you have to remove one from the west one from the east tell me mm, who those teams are. i think from the west uh, you know i think okc can be taken off and sent back to its original glory of the seattle Su- supersonics um or new orleans i don't mind new orleans because it's a new team they haven't really created a fan base it was created for pity or something like that right i mean they moved from where did they move from they moved from somewhere to new orleans and uh, really i thought new orleans uh, have- Uh, Hornets were always the team, like that was the Chris Paul team. I right? think, I think they moved Hornets. from somewhere after the after the hurricane. They yeah. moved into New Orleans during the hurricane season. I don't know where. Uh, I forgot. Sir, sir, sir. 
or maybe I'm because I don't remember New Orleans being a team before. Right? It's a new team. It was created by David Stern. Like he, he said no, that. Okay, then might have been like when Vancouver Grizzlies. And well, Vancouver Grizzlies became that expansion. Grizzlies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in that expansion, yeah. I might uh, New Orleans might have come in. I don't no, know. We can, we can, we can put okay. this. But uh, yeah. from the east. And from the east. I'm sure you're thinking of which teams are there. No, no, I'm, so I, I mean, I know I know the right team, but I don't know if that team is doing really well right now. I, I mean, I would take off the Milwaukee Bucks. But the Milwaukee Bucks is doing really but, well. So, But they're also a really old they team. They are, also. but like, you know, I mean, they have... they. When was the Milwaukee Bucks relevant after Kareem? They were in the Eastern Conference semifinals or not? Like, they used to... I mean, who else is there in the East to really take off? I mean, I would say Hawks are good. You know, they've always, they've had their ups and downs, but they've been relevant during the coach bird time. Wilkins yeah. time. And the, yeah. Can't take off the New York Knicks. Can't take off the Nets. No. Uh, can't no. take out Bulls. I mean, someone. Maybe Orlando Bulls. Magic. We could uh, take out Orlando Magic. Kind of useless. No, no real legacy. Yeah. I would agree with that. What other teams are there in the East? I'm not thinking about No, and then you have, you have Washington there, Wizards, Adam, which I don't think. Washington Wizards. Washington Wizards, I, I think you can You can't because they all they have a championship. The Bullets have a championship. They are a very, very, very old team. Probably older than... So I'm just saying, like, they have legacy. It's not like Orlando Magic. Orlando is a newer but, team, not much of a legacy. Um, they already have a team in, in Florida, which is called Miami Heat. Can't take prisoners. Can't take Cavaliers out. I think... Uh, Nobody gives a shit mm. about the Cavaliers. I think everyone else is sort of Pacers are also Pacers, yeah, Pacers have good that, legacy. Uh, ABA, yeah. ABA time, ABA team. Yeah, I think uh, Cavaliers, Cavaliers, Magic, Magic, yeah. Magic or yeah. Cavaliers. Yeah, but I think uh, Cavaliers have still won something. So you, we have one championship. You know, birthdays yeah. of LeBron yeah. and all that. Uh, Magic have nothing to give for this one. So we need uh, what we have decided is uh, Magic and uh, uh, Pelicans are going to find their way outside. I think. It's fair. I think it's pretty fair. Las Vegas and... Uh, I mean, I, I mean, Sacramento Kings is a very close second in the West. Uh, but because he has an Indian owner, we are uh, partial to it. We are keeping our mouth shut. But uh, you did say OKC or... Uh, but uh, You are saying OKC back to Seattle and then uh, Magic away and Las Vegas mm. is the new team. Yes. I think there should be limit on how a state. A state cannot have like so many teams and all. Like... California Three. has uh, Lakers, uh, the oh, four, yeah, right, Lakers, right, right. Uh, Clippers, Warriors, and uh, yeah. Sacramento. So I think they're. But again, we can't speak shit about our yes. future masters. Ranadive. <laughs> that guy got a username of Vivek only on Instagram. So I, I don't know how that. Dude, they, he's a billionaire for a reason. He's a smart, hardworking, dedicated person. Like, there's no doubt about that part, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Hmm. But maybe he can own a team elsewhere. That's, oh no no no! We are very happy with Sacramento. That's He's a. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Uh, all right, man. That's it, Vinith. I have got nothing else to ask you, and I hope you have nothing else to. I have nothing say. else to say, man. I think uh, this, this is, uh, playoffs has been quite fun, actually. Uh, very some very good games. But, but, but uh, big surprise. Your last question is uh, f- favorite surprise, uh, least favorite I'll surprise. Or even if you have just one, that's also fine. Uh, I think my favorite surprise is how well the Phoenix Suns are executing. I'm so happy for it because I love it when like teams execute really well. Like it's just so fun to watch. It's it's for me that's the key, you know, to anything in life is execution. Like you know, yeah, you can have grand or lofty plans, but you don't execute your fault. And I love the way yeah. the Phoenix Suns are executing. Amazing, uh, you know. They could be the Dallas Mavericks, you know, it's kind of a 10-year anniversary, maybe CP3, Dirk Nowitzki, Vibe. Becomes the Dirk. Got a little That's my most uh, fun, very happy surprise. I want to see more of the Suns. Uh, and I'm also happy that, you know, the Utah Jazz is also there. You know, they're also kind of like... No, no, you, uh, you're one, only okay, allowed one What is your... Two surprises. Yeah. My favorite surprise has been how Donovan Mitchell has uh, come back from that injury and just given buckets, buckets. to any team. The Clippers supposed to be the Clippers supposed to be great offensively, defensively. Nothing. He is not scared at all. He's just driving at will. He's just making a fool out of all their defensive Backs. preparations. Uh, it's a little sad that he got 
little bit injured i hope it doesn't you know like uh, change the dynamic of the dr thing. morris dr watching morris him is ridiculous next game just kidding just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke from the live so i mean so for more such jokes you have to join the yeah. instagram live every day 10:30 am ist i don't know what it is in usa time but uh, just google it man you'll find out what is 10:30 am ist it's just after the game so you no know, after the games whatever the thing is uh my worst surprise has been how horribly milwaukee bucks has played i i i really thought that they would show some sort of you know like key you know we 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 belong here they pulled off like a great uh, trade in juro all day yanis has lesser responsibilities now but somehow uh they converted brooklyn nets's zero defense into some sort of magnificent defense ended up losing by 49 points man come on man like you can't you can't be a championship kind of lose by 49 points that's just ridiculous we that, that that is really horrible for me because uh, somewhere else, I, I i still sort of have a belief that you know clippers can come back and uh, nuggets i don't really blame them because they really overachieved with that roster especially after jamal murray went i did not think that they would be number 4 uh seed managed to win this series against Dame Lillard that, that those were all like you know overachieving things so i i think i'll give them a pass for that but uh Milwaukee Bucks uh, I, i feel biggest uh, sad surprise for me i think if i had What to say i think yeah i'm being very harsh on Jokic but because i i always this is a shout out to my greatness is that since day one i've been saying <laughs> Jokic is fucking amazing yes or no shwin You 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 are yes, the only yes. you're the only person that has you know is is a uh, what's that is you're like the you're, you're your the, like the three eyed raven you know is Ashwin did I not say this that was like yes yes you did, yes, you, did. <laughs> <laughs> you have compared him to the modern day yeah. Tim Duncan like if Tim Duncan had to play this is how he would be yes. reborn so, as slightly chubbier with better yeah. hair uh, but uh, just as cute, cute. Uh, not as funny Tim Duncan is kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh, i i have such high expectations yeah. from jokic is that i felt like he could have been a little bit more smarter a little bit more like mm. i think he could have like mentally overplay outplayed the suns because the suns game plan is there for everybody to see it's not like they are playing anything they are executing their game plan very high which is always a problem but you can counter it with like some smart like disruptive things that i thought jokic would come up with uh if not okay. if not the coach i thought the jokic would come up with some of those things and i was a little disappointed to not to see him not like even try something new right like he yes he missed shots and he he put up a score line that has been only achieved by kareem and wilt the 30 20 10 um but it wasn't efficient like he missed a lot of shots he didn't make his teammates better so I hope I hope Jokic redeems himself by at least winning one or two games. Um that's Yeah. I think one game he should win because MVP he should yeah, not get. Yeah, I think he's out. just that's, he's just uh, such a great talent that uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's uh that's it uh, that's it for this episode man. Thank you so much audience for listening until now and uh yeah, let us know what you want us to discuss. We are on Halftime Sports the app Halftime Sports is Halftime Sports right? Yes, it's because it is. Halftime Sports we are there go find us there follow us there and uh, you know like we, we are going to host a few audio rooms soon we have yet to work out the final details of that but uh, very very soon we'll be hosting our rooms there and you know to an american audience it's exciting time for us we are really excited to be part of there because it shows that you know our hard work has somehow been noticed by some people who are uh, in the business and you know uh, we love appreciation just as much as yeah, the next and, and it's very so few people have that, been invited i was looking at the people that they've invited to their app and it's like people that have a lot of following and i think it's really cool that they asked us to come and host rooms i think it it shows a lot about yeah absolutely yeah we we are really proud because you know we are always uh, proud of our work and uh, always critical also but also very happy with what we've done anyways uh, leaving that aside vinith like share follow please follow the podcast wherever you're listening to us let us know where you are listening to us also like come to our instagram page we do the instagram live that's what we are doing this entire nba playoffs is all about uh, talking to our fans so please come on there say hi say ask us to call you in and we'll bring you in we love talking to our audience because you know they have their own quirks and they are also like good, some, some, it's mostly yeah, a, a young audience have a good points also and quite some, i mean i Absolutely. like i like that about 
are fans is like they're smart and they like have some good insights absolutely and uh, of course we talk to many people man like uh, let us know and uh, that's it uh, like share follow wherever you're watching it on there like share follow subscribe do all the thing and we need bye bye thank you for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it to stay updated on news reviews and interviews about the nba follow us at ball is bay pod on instagram twitter and youtube search for ball is bay podcast on apple google and spotify and subscribe to our podcast to get the next episode as soon as it is released have a wonderful day ahead and see you all soon on the ball is bay podcast the largest nba podcast in an indian accent